0: Which Way is Catering with Justine and Bruce?
1: Served up by Variety Attractions, celebrating 60 years of entertainment excellence.
0: This episode of Which Way is Catering with Justine and Bruce is brought to you by Brannigan Inc. For nearly two decades, Brannigan Inc. has energized brands in the entertainment industry, helping fairs and festivals connect with audiences. Their creative, results-driven marketing approach drives attendance and makes communications fun. Check them out at BranniganInc.com.
1: Also, this episode is brought to you by Spectrum Weather Insurance. Spectrum Weather Insurance provides a variety of rain, heat, severe weather, and event cancellation insurance customized for your specific event. They have the experience and expertise that hundreds of events rely on each year. Visit them at SpectrumWeatherInsurance.com. moving samantha right this this weekend everything's going good and both sides of the family kind of helping out so we we were able to you know make all that work yeah so we show up at the new apartment park the truck and we lay it all out and we start unloading the truck well we were probably there five minutes five minutes all of a sudden two police cars and an ambulance pull up okay, did someone fall down? Did someone fall off the truck? I mean, yeah. what happened here? Did the couch swallow somebody, you know? (laughs) All of a sudden, the cop gets out of the the police officer, steps out of his vehicle and says, hey, did anybody see anybody passed out in their car over here? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, great neighborhood. So we're like, no. But then there's this couple that's walking their dog. And they go, Oh, yeah, over here. Sure enough, there's a guy and a girl in a tinted car mm-hmm. passed out. There, the cops go over there.
0: <laughs> is this like morning?
1: Yes. This is 10:15 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Oof. The cops are over there. You know, we're still moving stuff, but we're walking right past them. Yeah. First thing they do is roll down the window and then light up a dart. <laughs> <laughs> so the cops are talking to them well all of a sudden the female gets out
0: uh-huh.
1: and the first thing she does is there's this little incline grassy hill plop
0: oh right on, she dips it <laughs> well no oh. she just
1: she just lays down and she's gonna take a nap really that's how the day is gonna start
0: mm. in were they ill or were they just hung over, drunk, stoned, whatever? Or are they yes. just like sleeping there? Like that's where they live.
1: No, they have an apartment there. They didn't quite get to the door oh, yet.
0: <laughs> oh, that's rough.
1: So it's like, um, okay. And then I just look at it. And once again, you know, there's a male and a female.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And right away, I'm like, hmm. Your father must be so proud. You know,
0: I'm just <laughs> right.
1: like, oh man. And aim low, it's easier.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: that's to the
0: extreme. That's to, to the, the extreme.
1: Did you even get out of the parking lot? Was it you got to the car? Oh, yeah. And then you partied in the car, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. And then it all just happened there. And then the next morning, you're still there. So you know, you know, I always say you can go to that first place.
0: Yeah, maybe that was their first place. There was no sec- the there second. There was no place second was place.
1: Hill. Yeah, it was like first, second, third, tenth place, all in the car. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: <laughs>
1: Rough. Oh, I hope. Yeah, I hope that's a sign that it's just going to get better, rather than mm. rather than worse, but. Michael Ray entered the waiting room. You ready? Is that I'm a te- is that a tear away?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Hold on, let me go get my boa. <laughs>
2: hey, Michael. Hey, hey. Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry, I could not find my dang headphones this morning. So i had to okay. go uh
0: hey, out right. of
2: my truck. <laughs> hey, that's right. Hey, it's good to see you again.
0: How you too you? how y'all
2: been doing great how y'all doing
0: what's on your coffee mug what was that
2: i think mean, just a little um aztec design you can get you know wherever
0: it looked oh, like one God. of those like <laughs> little kid handmade oh like something the clay. <laughs> yeah i was like whoa, look at that yeah
1: i was like you're gonna start off like yeah my uh yeah my niece made this an art class and i'm
2: really proud of it <laughs> every morning when i wake up i must drink out of this tub that she made in kindergarten right it, as that's your
0: coffee's it. spilling out it's
2: just spilling out the bottom i'm just burning yeah. everything
1: <laughs> well thanks a lot for joining us today it's uh good to see you again um and thanks for joining us on our podcast and this is going to be a audio only podcast so oh, okay um hey look at me it's got to be audio
2: um <laughs> <jammies>. I'm, in, <laughs> I'm
0: in my jammies over
2: here i told you, i know i was talking to buffy that my manager the other day and, yeah uh we were doing uh a uh, video shoot for um, uh, one of the late night shows that we have coming up. Oh. And uh, and so we were filming the shoot for it, and they're like, they're, she's like, well, we're going to send a stylist over to your house and just kind of go through your stuff. And I was like, man, I wouldn't waste their time because I haven't had to buy a shit for like 15 months. So all <laughs> I have is T-shirts and pants. So there's nothing for them to go through it. <laughs>
1: there's, man, there's nothing... It.
2: If they sent
1: a stylist over here, oh. they better be like doing it by the day because there's no, <laughs> there's no day, there's no way you're walking in going, Hey, you look great. Let's just leave it.
0: <laughs> Mine would be all like the stained mom clothes, like that's got bacon grease, that still has flour on it, that's got paint. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. There's the uh, yeah. strawberry jam.
2: <laughs> right. And, and there's the uh, I feel like everybody just accepted the. You know, the Zoom call attire, you know what I mean? From Mm -hmm. from the last 15 years. None of us has really wore jeans. None of us has really wore jeans. None of us has had to, you know, everybody's been nice shirt on top and gym shorts on the bottom (laughs) or pajama pants on the bottom. You got that right. Hey, we were just
1: talking before you came on, Michael. I want to get your take on this because you probably have, oh, maybe you do, maybe a couple of stories. We were talking about apartment living. And Uh, I, I was just, uh, Justine just moved down to Nashville, so temporarily they're in an apartment. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just moved my uh, daughter and her fiance this past weekend into an apartment, and within 10 minutes of us moving them into their new apartment, the police and the uh, fire department <laughs> show up. And I'm thinking, okay, did someone, did the couch fall on somebody? You know, what happened here? Well, no, they were saying, hey, did you see anybody passed out in their car over here? (laughs) 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 And I'm like, uh, which there was, but (laughs) do you you have any good, like, apartment stories when you were kind of starting out?
2: Oh, man. Um, Yeah, actually. So, you know, I'm from. Small town, my family's all you know in that same area. I grew up very country, so you know, apartment or condo living really isn't my pick, but I do think that it's uh, it's very important. I think that time in your life is a fun time. You know, there's a lot of innocence and a lot of things that you can, you know, you're growing and you're learning. So, my first time ever living in an apartment was when we moved to Nashville, and when I actually moved to Nashville, um, you know, I had a band that I put together back home, we were already touring ish, you know, we were hitting bars and playing down the southeast and a lot of obviously in Florida. And I, I think for me, it was a little bit of a security blanket moving to Nashville and like, well, while well, I'm have my band with me, you know, and then that'll be at least I'll have that, you know, and like we can yeah. you know, play wherever we want to. And So every one of them said yes. And we're all 20, 21 years old you know. Ain't none of us have a dime to our name, keep in mind. So all of us that we get, we, we could afford a two bedroom two bath apartment. But well, there was five of us living in this two-bedroom, <laughs> two-bath apartment. And and none of us – I was playing shows in Florida to, to help offset costs of like the show Mississippi that no one knew who the heck we were. You know, we'd play in Florida and they'd be, you know, 500 people at that time. And then, boy, well, like Mississippi, they might be 20, and we brought 10. You know, so right, yeah. it was it was one of those things. <laughs> and so the Florida was kind of offsetting, and we couldn't afford a lick of furniture. But for some reason, the apartment complex thought – Let's put these guys as the first apartment you see as you as we pull up the hill, right? Well, we have nothing to do, right? We ain't none of us got no money. The dump, the the uh dumpster was right out front. So we would wait and watch if someone threw like a couch away or a chair away, and we'd run out there and grab it and clean it and, and put it in. My piano player at the time was living in the closet, like a bigger like pantry closet. My one guitar player was uh I think he had a credit card. We never asked questions, but he had, he had something that he got a room. I was sleeping on the floor in the living room uh, with a, with my other, me and another guitar player from much chair in the living room. And, um, and so we would, we'd go down, we'd, we'd, we'd sneak, uh, we'd sneak, you know, where there'd be a chair or whatever, you know, we'd sneak that from the dump and then I uh, clean that off. And then we would, uh, we would we would cook just big meals that would last us like a, mu- a month, you know, and yeah. uh, and and all share those things. So those, those were the early times of apartment for me. Uh, there were there were some of the best times, with, uh, you know, some of the times that I look back on. I'm like, how in the world did we? I mean, we should have been evicted numerous oh. times. Like, yeah. I mean, just numerous. We had this we had this joke. So we had a fake grenade, mm-hmm. but it was a real grenade. It was a real grenade, but it was hollowed out that you can buy it at army surplus. Mm-hmm. So when we first started meeting people and they would come over, we would be like, hey, we'd wait till, you know people got a little, you know, little, little, yeah. some drinks in them. Yeah. And uh, we'd be like, one of us would start We'd be like, hey, Tim's Tim has a grenade. His grandpa snuck back from Vietnam. And everybody's like, no way. And if you hold it, if you just turn it over, it's hollowed out. There's nothing in it. Okay. But when you're holding it, it has the pin and it's a real grenade. Right. So we'd pass it around and then one of us would be like, man, you can just put this pin back in, right? And they'd be like, "No." <laughs> and one and somebody would be like, "No, nah, I think you can." Right? No, nah, I mean, like once you pull it, that's eight seconds. It's got to, you know, it's going to go. So we would have these little hotel, or uh, apartment parties. We do someone put, pull the pin. They'd be like, "Can't get it back in." And you want to see people run fast? no let them think that there's a grenade about to pop off in a uh, in a very tiny apartment complex. <laughs> yeah, that that
1: puts to the new meaning of hot potato. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I remember uh, one of my apartments I had, it was Christmas time and I lived on the third floor and they had these big sliding windows, which, right, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're just large windows. Well, it was Christmas time and I had a real Christmas tree in my my apartment, but now it's February and the Christmas tree is still in my <laughs> apartment. And I thought, if I drag this down the steps, there's going to be... You know, they're going to know who dragged their Christmas tree down. So I slid open the large window and just threw my tree out the window. So then by the time it hit the bottom, it was a Charlie Brown tree. But...
2: I would have done yeah. the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and then it's like, yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah, that wasn't. Me. I mean, I don't know, man. Someone came. Anybody see the guy that stole my Christmas tree? Right <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
0: it's February. I still wanted it's,
2: that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, you know, I think that we had, we had that. We had. I lived in one apartment in Nashville. Um, that uh, lived, that was above a uh, a place a sports bar called the Other Place, and I lived. Uh, the elevator would literally drop me off. Like right in the back door at the back door of the other place, which is convenient and inconvenient, you know, mm-hmm. all in the same time. Oh, of course. Yeah. Everybody's going up and you really have no excuse to why you can't show up because there is no traffic. You just take the elevator down. Right. <laughs> you know, so you're it's everybody everybody come out and and but I would I would sit up there and call down there and you know, before a bus call and be like, Hey, can I get this, this, this before we roll? And they'd be like, Yeah, they get set up. I take the elevator down, grab the food and head out, you know, out <laughs> to, to the road or whatever. But uh But those, uh, I never had any, I had one weird neighbor one time, my, the first apartment I could ever get by myself, my little sister ended up moving up to Nashville and was helping us out for a little while. So I could only afford this one bedroom apartment in Murfreesboro. And again, no furniture, the whole deal, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. I had the TV that had the VHS and the DVD option Mm -hmm. still, uh, on a, uh, uh, I know classy. I don't
1: look that old, but I grew up with that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Anybody listening, Google Uh-oh. VHS. I yeah, mean- <laughs> yeah. 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 You, got,
1: you got four, six, 12, maybe yeah. 58, and then maybe. depending on if you had enough aluminum foil yes. on
2: your uh, rabbit ears, you got something else. We had the we had the big antenna attached to our trailer and it would get you know the wind would blow and my dad'd be like man go out there and turn that need to open the kitchen window up that talked outside the trailer and i just turn i'd have to turn this massive antenna you know until oh, yeah oh, okay hold <laughs> okay got it you know hold it for a second yeah but but uh but I had this one neighbor my sister ended up moving in with me so she had the living room I had the bedroom it was just a one bedroom apartment we turned it to two so I had, you know, I couldn't afford to go to anywhere. So whenever we would have time off, we would just all hang, you know, people would come over, whatever. And I love traditional country music. And the more into the night I get, the sadder songs I'm going to play and probably louder. Right. Yeah. Well, i had never met these neighbors. I'm on the top floor. And all of a sudden, we're. I think at this point of the night, it was like me, my sister and my buddy, John, we're all just sitting there. I don't hear. There's no knock on the door. There's no knock on the wall. This guy knocks on the window that is on the top floor, right? There is no balcony mm-hmm. underneath. I have not, I've not—I've really paid attention yet that their balconies that close. So all I am thinking about is how is there someone knocking on this three-foot window? Window here, right? yeah. So we all shut everything <laughs> off real quick, and this this asian guy next door starts to turn it down i have baby turn it down like, oh oh and i realized he leaned over the the uh the balconies that was the only neighborhood that i ever had but oh that's funny but the apartment times fun times man
1: oh yeah oh yeah so um justine do you want to start us off and know that was i feel like
0: we're already started but i'll start us off
1: yeah yeah i didn't have i didn't quite have apartment living in my notes no that's not on mine either thanks
0: for thanks for (laughs) taking
1: the ball in that man that was great uh that uh, we love that kind of stuff
0: all right everybody welcome to another episode of which way is catering with justine and bruce
1: and it's served up by variety attractions celebrating over 60 years of entertainment excellence we've already got into a great conversation, but we're great to have with us, Mr. Michael Ray.
2: Thanks for having me, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. thanks a lot, Michael. And thanks for uh, taking the time out with us. First off, I just wanted to ask you, well, I should say second off because we talked about apartment living, but um, <laughs> what, what, do you have any uh, good affiliations or good stories with anything with variety attractions?
2: Man, I'm um, trying to think of any ones that really uh, stand out. I mean, all their festivals and stuff are always, you know, there, there's there's a few times when you see names uh, whenever you're on the road that you're like, oh, thank God we're playing, you know, <laughs> OK, that's going to be great. You know, and that's when yeah. you see variety on your, you know, when you're like, oh, this is a variety attraction show. All right, we're good. You know, we're <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Catering is going to be great. Backstage is going to be great. Everything, you know, everything's going to be set up right. So it's uh, it's kind of like a breath of fresh air when you see it on your uh, on your schedule, you're like, OK, Ooh, especially when you've had a string of. Uh, of not variety shifts.
0: <laughs>
2: I just you want to mention
1: any names. Yeah. For us, yeah. <laughs> the
0: catering sucks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So what are you what you know, our podcast is which way is catering, because usually when you get off the bus, it's which way is catering. Um, unless you're setting up your, uh, you know, your establishment outside your bus. But so when you, when you get to a venue and you say, which way is catering kind of what's your catering thing? Um, are you a healthy guy, meat and potato guy, you know, where are the desserts, you know, where's the ice cream, that kind of thing.
2: Um, enter me is where's the dessert and the ice cream. Uh, but, uh, to, to continue to try to be you know, as healthy as I can on the road. I, I actually, uh, cook a lot on the road. Um, but a lot of times, um, catering will be like pretty healthy choices or whatever, but I'm, I'm mainly like, I mainly go for like dinner or I, I love breakfast. So if I'm up earlier, we're at the vineyard, I try to go, uh, hang out. And it's when everybody's starting their day, you know, so it's a cool time to meet crew. It's a cool time to meet, you know, all those guys. So, um, I'm, I'm more of a breakfast guy if i'm gonna eat catering i'll probably probably be, be there in the morning if it's if we have you know if we're there in time and stuff but uh i'm pretty simple man i i, I try to eat as lean as i can on the road but uh sometimes the band will bring in their catering on the bus and a little too good so i'm like well i'll go in there and see what's up you know? <laughs> yeah well
1: so you said you do some cooking are you you know do you pull out the smoker or are you a griller or what what do you kind of do on the road
2: yeah yeah we have a trigger that uh that we use um and we'll we'll grill out. A lot of times, my tour manager uh, will actually do it before we even leave. He lives in Arkansas, so he'll get down in Nashville, and uh, and he'll uh, he'll he'll get down there, you know, day before everybody or whatever, and get everything kind of set up for the bus, get bus um, all the all the fixings for the bus in there for the guys and everybody. And so, some, a lot of times, he'll cook before we leave. But uh, I love grilling, man. It's just I don't know if it's a southern thing. I don't know what it is. I just love the whole act of it. My dad grew up, you know, all the guys in my family would grill, so. Sometimes, especially when we're out uh, and it's festival season and we got more space and got more time uh, through the day, uh, we try to do do that type of thing and and uh, and kind of just gather everybody together.
0: Being from Florida, is there like a local something down there you guys would grill? Are you like grilling gator?
2: Gator tail, girl. Come on, fry it. Well, you can- really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, heck yeah.
0: Does it taste like chicken?
2: Yeah, if you cook it right. <laughs> okay, how do you cook it right?
0: Yeah. Well, my, what do you do? My gr-
2: Every, every, uh, every sweet, every Florida, I think cooking gator tail is just installed in sweet Florida grandmothers because those are the ones that cook it the best. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, the fried fried gator is the best. You love it. It does taste a lot like chicken.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, then why not just eat
1: chicken?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just not as fun to catch, you know? Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Have you ever caught a gator? Oh, do you yeah.
0: catch yet? Yeah, really? How do you do that? Mm.
2: Well, um, I would like to say it right here first uh, on which way is catering. Uh, we've only done it on illegal hunting season times with ticket or tags. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Way yeah, like but um, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, yeah, we grew up gator hunt down there, riding airboats, you know, um, grabbing them, calling them in, um, you know, your typical, this is why we're, this is why the state of Florida is a meme a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: Florida you were, man. so you were swamp people before there was swamp people
2: hmm Yeah, I got some yeah, I I I'm I'm related to some people. It's hard to understand them talk, but they can get a gator real quick.
1: Wow. Cause when we were talking with uh Brantley Gilbert, um he, he was big into noodling.
2: If you if I you ain't know. done that yet, I saw him I saw him doing that. Here's my here's my only thing. I wanna do it, but you know, I mean, you're just blindly sticking your hand in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah. they're like well, because mm. my, my tour manager does it back where he's from. And he's telling me about, he's like, I said, How do you know you ain't getting a turtle? He's like, Well, if you see air bubbles, I'm going to see that. I can't, like, I'm going to, in my mind, I'm going to think I'm seeing air bubbles the whole time. I want to try it, but I saw Brantley post about it. But yeah, That's he crazy. said,
1: he said those things would hit his hand and arm like nobody's business.
2: I'm <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're just sitting there. With their hands in the water, and they're saying you know, there's an 80-pound catfish on the, on the end of their hand. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hands. So you mentioned sweet southern grandmas. Tell us, I know you uh have a good relationship with your grandparents and uh your grandfather taught you the guitar, correct?
2: Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll he actually it, taught everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, tell us about him.
2: Yeah, Amos uh, was my grandfather's name. is was my dad's dad. Uh he was in the army stationed in alaska and I, the only part i really don't know i don't know if he learned guitar before or during but i know that after he was you know playing pretty well and uh met met up with this guy named curly uh i know i don't think i ever got to meet him uh but he uh they played guitar all the time together my grandfather was just i mean passionate i don't even know if passionate is the right word for it just I mean, just obsessed, like played for free, played for everywhere, six, seven days a week after working uh, as a telephone contractor um, and and repair Uh, guy working all day long outside. in The sun would go. My grandma would be ready. My grandpa would come in, change his shirt, do a poor man's shower, fix the hair, grab the guitar and leave. And that's just how he was. And so when my dad and my uncle and their cousins of their generation started coming up my grandpa was, you know, teaching them harmony and playing, uh, Oak Ridge boys and, you know, all these, uh, playing, you know, they grew up on Alabama. So, you know, playing all these, all these, uh, all these great harmony bands and they would, they would teach each cousin and stuff how to, how to sing harmony and art play guitar. And now my uncle Terry's going to play bass. And so that would end up leading to my family having a band, uh, my dad, my uncle, my cousins, uh, in this family band, that day, my grandfather they would tour around, and then my I got to, my parents got divorced when I was eight, and my grandfather I think just saw a, a real I was always you know the kid with like the Kermit the Frog fake guitar on stage, you know, when my family was playing, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think he saw that time, and I always wanted to really. I started getting to that age where I was like, man, I want to learn how to play. I want to actually do something, you know, and you can only hold a Kermit Frog guitar for so long before it just gets weird. You know, like the small age window of that being cute on stage. And uh okay. so I feel like I was closing in on that gap. And <laughs> so I, I, I want to learn. I think my grandfather saw that time as an important time, you know, uh a, a pretty big fork on the road in a kid's life. Uh so he him he started teaching me my first chords uh and then my dad would teach me and then you know we were I was just surrounded by it because of all of them. So um he would because of my grandfather, everybody in my family damn near plays something, or at least tries to, you know, everybody, everybody in the family plays something because of him. And I got cousins of mine that, you know, one of my cousins travels around in the Christian world. Another one is in Texas playing. Um, one of them's in, uh, uh one of them's in the army. Uh, my cousin Jeremy's in the army right now. Uh, he plays, sings, his dad was in the family band. So because of my grandfather, literally everybody in the family, uh, does something with music or, or there's there's always an instrument around because of him. And uh, so I always say, and in in every way I wouldn't be, wouldn't be here talking to y'all if it wasn't for him.
1: And it's funny you'd, and that was a great question, Justine, because I was going to take this into the kind of the current time where your new album, higher education. Um, Mm -hmm. I come from the album record day, so I'm going to always call it that. (laughs) Uh, so your new album, higher education. Now, that all kind of plays into it because your dad's favorite band is
2: ZZ top.
1: And now you got your, now you can probably call your good friend, Billy Gibbons on your new record. How did that all come about?
2: (laughs) Still just crazy to me, man. Um, my buddy, Tim Montana, um, one of my best friends and, and, uh, we were, just doing what you know you normally do in Nashville when you're writing songs. You know, hey, man, you were playing demos back and forth. You know, we're in his garage having some drinks and just passing, you know, emailing songs back and forth. Hey, listen to this. Man. Listen to this. What do you think of this? And I'd already known in my mind I wanted a collaboration on this record, but I wanted it to make sense. I, I wanted it to be like friends. I wanted it to be uh, this whole record is very me. It's very, you know. Uh, a lot of that traditional sound I grew up on um, influenced in. So I was like, it it, it needs to be that. If we can make that happen, that'd be cool. And Tim played me higher education, excuse me. And I I was like, what is that? I said, what are you doing with that? He's like, man, nothing. I don't think, I said, can I listen to that again? He goes, yeah. So he sent it to me. Anyway, I tell him, I was like, man, I want to do a collaboration. It'd be cool. He's like, bro, we should get Billy on it. So I've known Billy. I know Billy through Tim, and I know. Mm. So Tim is is our connection there. And I've i at the time hung with Billy a couple of times. You know, through with with Tim, and uh, he calls Billy up. He says, "Yeah, man, I'm in." And and coincidentally, was he was coming into Nashville anyway. Billy was like in the next couple of weeks, so we were able to get him on it quick. And uh, it was that that whole man. It's you know I grew up listening to Lagrange and Legs and Sharp Dressed Man and all that with my dad. You know, and, I mean ZZ Top, one of my like I said my dad's favorite band. And now to to not only be good friends with, with Billy, but also to uh, to have a recording, you know, in a video and, and, and something that I'll be able to have for the rest of my life uh, was a, it's just a pretty surreal thing, man. Because Yo know, it's just, it's Billy Gibbons man it's like yeah, I, know. It's, it's, I mean well don't get any bigger
1: so is Billy Gibbons Billy Gibbons on stage the same Billy Gibbons off stage cuz I'm sure Michael Ray on stage and off stage is probably like kind of the same but is Billy Gibbons still Billy Gibbons off stage like he is <laughs> he, on stage
2: he's that cool all the is time he? <laughs> like he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> even Been <try>. years, he <laughs> had, like literally we were I he came into the video shoot and I he was he was walking over my favorite one of my favorite parts is uh, being friends with Billy is me and Tim watching people realize it's people seeing Bigfoot like they don't know what to do they don't know what to say <laughs> yeah. because Billy Billy looks like Billy Gibbons is about to walk on ZZ He talks about to walk on stage all yeah. the time and he is and I always tell everybody if you want to meet a a rock god or a legend in what they do oh yeah and and never be disappointed in that. Interaction, meet Billy Gibbons. He is, he's the best at every. And in, in, in every form of the guy will, I mean, he he's 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 so saying everything about being a rock star. The guy walks in. I hit Tim. I was like, he didn't even step like there's no. He just glides everywhere. he goes, you know. <laughs> and it's just, just like God's hovering him over. You know, don't don't get your shoes dirty, Billy. I got you know. Yeah, and, he, yeah. and, and, and he just cooled the whole time. And my, my band had never met him before. And so my band's playing in the video and seeing my guitar. You know, my drummer, he, Billy, was standing right next to my drummer. and. He's just like my driver. Derek comes up and he's like, dude, the whole time I'm just like, holy shit, that's Billy Gibb, like, <laughs> like the whole time he's just getting in his rhinestone suit. Like I said, just constantly you know, just it, he is who you see. I mean, that rock star guy is him. But it's in the like I said, he's he's, uh, you know, I mean, the type of guy is is we were in the during the video shoot. And my dad had not met him yet. And uh, so he's talking about my dad. We're talking about my dad. I said, I said, man, I said, I'm on and that cool He's like, let's go to the light, brother, so he can see us. And so, he, <laughs> you know, so we go over to the light. And, the, and I think I might have sent my dad's name to him a few times. And he, uh, as soon as my dad popped up, I was like, hey, man, I guess somebody wants to meet you. And, he, you know, toss it over to Billy. And Billy's like, Jerry, what's up, man? And my dad, I mean, you would have thought. It was like, <laughs> it was like, damn, Joe Jonas saying hey to a 12-year-old girl. Like, yeah, <laughs> my dad, I, I mean, I. I won, I won some, I want some bonus points, you know, oh, over yeah. the sisters on that one, but Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You
0: got bumped to favorite. You just got That's bumped it. At right least up. for a day, at least for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce and I want to thank you for tuning in to our podcast, Which Way is Catering with Justine and Bruce.
1: If you'd like to drop us a line, you can email us at whichwayiscatering at gmail.com or visit us at varietyattractions.com.
0: A big thank you to our sponsors, Brannigan Inc. and Spectrum Weather Insurance.
1: Which way is catering with Justine and Bruce?
0: Served up by Variety Attractions, celebrating 60 years of entertainment excellence.
1: That's fabulous.